I recorded a video on Insight and as soon as I finished recording, I realized I'm pretty sure they actually mean my personal story of Insight. <laughs> it's a funny thing that like I keep forgetting about my story because it's not really that important. It is what happened. It's forgotten like it's done. So I always need to imagine myself back in that situation to remember. I always try to talk about what is because I feel like you need to understand what's happening and who I am is not really important. That's why my name is Jane Doe. My name is Jane Doe because I could be any one of you. I was listening to Krishnamurti and you need to understand that I was already in a super broken down state. I always say I was suicidal and I really, really mean it because I sort of think that that plays a part. So as soon as I listened to Krishnamurti, everything sort of made sense. I I never questioned if he's for real. I never questioned if it was possible. I just listened to what he was saying and with an open mind looked at my own life. I have no idea how long I was listening to Krishnamurti. There was so much going on in my real life, but like I slowly in the beginning, I started to understand the benefit of living in the present moment. So I was living in the present moment, obstructed, limited. So it was very different. At that time, I was actually dealing with threats to my life, <laughs> like literally threats to my life by my ex-husband. So I really thought he was going to kill me. Like, not just I thought it would be possible he told me he would <laughs> and I knew he would be capable of doing it because he was a psychopath so living in the present moment helped me deal with that fear of being killed or what he's going to do to me the most important part of insight in understanding Krishnamurti is understanding ego death so as I mentioned I was living in the present moment and I was watching my m movement of thought I understood, oh, it's always the ego. So sometimes the whatever I was thinking came up and then I could go, oh, okay, it's egoic. It doesn't help right now. And this helped me with dealing with my ex-husband. So any idea of him trying to kill me <laughs> or threatening me was gone in the present moment. So I could deal with what was going on a little bit better, a little bit more, um, how should I say, more factually so there was something that came up where the ego kept coming up and then i was like okay i need to go on youtube and search ego death krishnamurti so i listened to what he was saying and this is this was the moment of insight so i looked at my own life he's talking about ego death he's talking about it's just an idea so by that time I think the thing that would have helped me the most in understanding this is in English we had cultural studies and there's a lot of talk about ideologies and beliefs and so you see the world slightly on a grander scale because everything that's based on an idea is not based on reality. So as soon as I fully understood that my ego is just an idea and then I actually looked at my own ego and what I thought of myself. And one of the most important things that first came up was I understood that most of my ego was built out of response to my violent upbringing. <laughs> so 
my very threatening household was the reason why I am a certain way. So I saw that and then I saw all the things that I tried to become like in my 20s. Then I saw the way that my ego changed due to my uh, due to domestic abuse. It completely messes up everything you believe in. If you're completely caught up in a abusive relationship, it destroys everything you think you were or makes you believe something that you're not. So those were the three main pillars that I can sort of remember right now that I looked at. And none of those things, like neither did anything come true, nor was any of it helpful, nor did I actually want to believe any of the things. Like there was nothing that I like I used it as a response but it's not like I really enjoyed being icy or cold or um, untrusting or a clever dick or <laughs> like it's not like I was actually fully embracing that or it's not like that's something I actually wanted so I think I saw my own ego with with a very critical open mind which made it completely obvious that I really, really don't want this ego anymore. That's as far as I went. I had no idea that this is any goal or anything. I just didn't want to be thinking anymore because thinking was destroying me. I was depressed. I was anxious. So I really wanted to stop thinking. That's as far as I went. I had no idea that this would have such a profound effect on my life because as soon as I walked out outside and like even though my life was so crap at the moment, like everything was threatening and scary. I had no money, I had nothing, I had no friends, I had no family, no husband, nobody at all. And I walked outside and and I noticed like a flower on the side of the road and I was just amazed at how it could grow between the concrete and just not give a toss about where it is and is enjoying the sunshine and that's when I first realized okay something's going on (laughs) and I was so happy and I was walking and I was like just really enjoying and savoring the moment and the sunshine and it's like the sun felt different on my skin and there weren't many people around and then I came across one old man and I could just feel this cloud of misery I was like, whoa, what's going on? Like, did, you know, someone just die? That's what it felt like. Because it was such a contrast to the life that I'm actually experiencing right now. And then it sort of dawned on me that, okay, something is going on. I thought this was a common thing. It's not that big of a, like, it's just freeing yourself from the ego. I didn't think it was that big of a mystery. So I went out and looking for psychologists, philosophers, and everybody seems to have gotten sort of close, but the ego death part is the most important, most gratifying, redeeming salvation you'll ever experience, and you can do it in your own life. So that's when I started sort of, it took me pro- It took me quite a while before I even went online to try and find other people that have found this, 
because I was just happy in my little world. And then as I was starting to struggle to try and explain to people and everybody thought I was nuts, I went online to try and find people. And then all I found was like this world of extortion and manipulation and hateful, like spiritual anger <laughs> like people yelling at each other because they have the better non-duality guru or whatever <laughs> like people like really being aggressive i never had anything to do with spirituality i never meditated i never practiced meditation obviously i meditate now all the time but in a different way than is the conventional method because <laughs> meditation is not nothing but being in the moment so you can meditate doing anything climbing skateboarding if you clear your mind of any thoughts and as soon as you free yourself from your ego that's super easy <laughs> so whenever you do anything it's always with your full attention and and it changes your life so much but that will be another hour worth of talking so i'll i'll talk about that um i'm gonna be recording more and more videos just to try and give you more and more insight into my life and hopefully that'll give you insight into your own life. Krishnamurti did the Bible, Krishnamurti did the theoretical part. I'm trying to give you a practical insight into what actually happened. Thank you very much for listening. One love.